Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. Today I have got Coach Jason Strunk with me. Coach Strunk is a 25-year veteran of uh, football coaching. Uh, He's been the head football coach at Plant City, Florida, where he was the Western Conference Coach of the Year. Uh, He spent quite a bit of time in Texas as the athletic director, head football coach at Lubbock High School, uh, where he was named the 2013 Semper Fi National Coach of the Year and led uh, Lubbock High School to the playoffs for the first time in the last 45 years. Uh, Most recently, he was the athletic director and head football coach at Port Isabel High School in Texas. Before that, Coach Strunk spent time at the college level coaching inside linebackers at Muhlenberg College and offensive quality control assistant at Purdue University. Coach Strunk, pleasure to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Coach. It's good to hear your voice, and uh, this is a good way to break up the quarantine. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been, you know, it's been, it's kind of everything's going on right now. You know, there's a lot of Zoom clinics and a lot of podcasts going on, and and truthfully, I'm just using this as an excuse to talk to some of my uh, my friends. So it's been it's been uh, it's been pretty fun. Much appreciated. And you are you're a good friend of mine, and I appreciate this. Absolutely. So. You know, we'll get going here. First question I've got for you, and, and you've been a part of some really good teams, and, and uh, you know, during your time at Purdue, we're, we're helping with the offensive line. Um, how important is the offensive line to the success of a, of a good football team? Man, I, I, I think it's everything. Uh, we always talk about, you know, we want to be defined as, as that, how we are up front. Uh, up front wins championships. That, that, that's where I'm at. That's how important it is. Um, I mean, you, you can't be soft, you have to be tough, you have to be physical, and you have to get after it. And if you have those guys up front setting that mentality, I mean, that, that's the mentality of a football team. So it, for me, it starts up front, and I know a lot of people echo that same sentiment and hope it doesn't come across as a cliche because I pride myself on not being a cliche guy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it's critical. I mean, that's, that's where games are won and lost. I mean, fourth and one, and you're running something, you know, up the gut on a, a crucial – uh, play late in the game and you get stuffed. I mean, whose fault is it? You know, right. running back, quarterback. No, I mean it's up front. Right. It'll get us that yard we need, and we're going to win a championship. So, I, I say it's the most important aspect of your football team. Yeah, I, absolutely, I agree. I mean, again, this is one of those questions I ask. I, I kind of know the answer where we're headed, but I, I like to hear right. everyone else's response. So, um, yep, absolutely. Yeah. So you know, kind of, kind of going back through your career a little bit. You, you know, you spent time at the at the Division One level. You spent time at the Division Three level. Um, what what sort of made you take a step back and and not necessarily take a step back take a step back but what made you get back into the high school game as opposed to the college game? 
So I just recently, a uh, good friend of mine, Jeff Fisher, he runs uh, High School Football America. Mm-hmm. I, I do a blog for him, and he asked me the same question. Uh, and it started, you know, 2010, I go to Purdue. It's what I've always wanted, coach Division One football. And I loved it. I learned so much football uh, when I was there. I mean, <laughs> there's no way to describe it unless you live it. Right. Um, it, it it's a dream come true, you know, and it, it was fun. I loved it. Um, and what I realized was I was getting in the office at 6 a.m. and I was leaving at midnight. Uh, and then, you know, you realize, Hey, uh, what's going on here? I mean, this right. is all I do. And at the time my son, I think my son was, uh, seven or eight when we we're living there. Uh, so when I'd get home at night, sometimes when I got home at 10 or 11, we'd go out in the front yard and play a little football. And then we put him to bed. That, that was the only time I'd see him. Right. So at some point we were driving, like I was driving, um, as a quality control guy. So I was in charge of driving the offensive staff. I forget where we were going. We were driving somewhere through West Lafayette and our wide receivers coach, Brian Rock was with us. And we passed uh, a front yard of a, a dad and, and a son, you know, throwing football and playing catch. And Rock, Rock says out loud, he goes, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, he's talking about the, the father, son throwing football. He's like, what are we doing? We, we don't do that with our kids. And that stuck with me. And it still sticks with me today. And, and when that season was over, uh, I went home and I said, hey, you know, to my wife, Tracy, I said, um, I love this, but, you know, let's get back to high school. We'll have more of a life. I can see Matt grow up and maybe even coach Matt. Right. And uh, I said, if I'm going to leave college, it's going to be Texas. You know, and, then, and that was the plan and it happened. Uh, so that, that's what it was. It came down to, you know, just want to spend more time with family. Uh, I, I envy those guys for doing it and the money they make and, and the love of the game they have. It's not for everyone. I lived it. I did it. Uh, I can never take it away from me, but I'm glad I made the decision to get back to high school football for family reasons. Right. And that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's probably the norm for a lot of the guys that get out of the college game is that it just, it takes up so much time. And, and, you, and you know, you're starting to see a lot more college programs and coaches that kind of are preaching family and trying to get more family time for everybody. But still, even, even, yes. even that still, it's a, it's a time consuming business. Yeah, you know, one thing to add to that, uh, Coach, uh, you know, Danny Hope was our head coach at Purdue. He was awesome. Uh, he gave us family time. I believe, and I remember we had about an hour and a half to two hours for lunch every day, and he wanted us to go home and, and spend that time with family. So Coach Hope was a good one to work for. Yeah. But sometimes you just, you just can't get around the fact that you're in the office for, you know, 14, 15 hours a day. Right, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the, 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 the kind of the people that, that are out there still chasing that dream and, and wanting to do it. Don't, they don't necessarily understand that part of it. So, yep. Right. Uh, so, you know, kind of, I'm sure kind of leading the the same direction, you know, you're, you spent time as an athletic director, obviously in, in Texas. And, and for those that don't know, you're actually, you're actually taking a step back and becoming a full-time athletic director. Now um, talk a little bit about that transition and, and, and what made you make that jump where, where unfortunately you're not going to be coaching anymore. Yeah, uh, you know, you use the word unfortunately. And, and for me, um, I think I'm fortunate to be walking away. Okay. Uh, it's just a, a, a different take I have on I've spent 25 years coaching uh, from high school, you know, to college. I mean, like we just talked about Division One, coach at Muhlenberg College, Division Three. I've been an AD and head football coach in Texas for, I think, uh, 10 years, whatever it is now. Um, it's all I've known. Right. You know, I started doing this in 1996. So all I know is weekends and, and in an office, breaking down film, doing this, doing that. It, it's all I've ever known. 
And it, as you get older, and I hate saying that because I don't think I'm old, but you know, I'm 43. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but and just, I mean, just look at it, I'm 43, and I've been coaching 25 years. Right. Um, do the math on that. I mean, it's all I've known. Uh, and, and there's some things that happen along the way. Um, I love coaching. I love working with the kids. My son uh, is about to graduate, and he's going back to the East Coast, and he's mm-hmm. going to run track at the Citadel. And, and, and the thing I realized the past couple of years was watching him run track um and play football for me but him, him running track was one of the most enjoyable things i've ever done in my life right i get more joy out of that than, than coaching i get more joy out of that than anything i've ever done in my life uh, and the same thing will go for my daughter who's 10 um this is going to give me more of an opportunity to go see them see him run track on a saturday mm. um you know when, whether it's you know the fall the, the, the spring whatever it is um number one first and foremost it, it's family I, I get a chance to go do that now on, on a consistent basis, I think. And, and two, I can help coaches um, in different capacities now. And I can fully focus on helping coaches and coaching coaches and, and working with them. Right. Um, and, and, and again, Jeff Fisher asked me, you know, are you, are you burned out? No, I could coach another 20 years. I'm just worn out with, cer- with certain aspects of coaching. You right. Know, mainly, mainly dealing with administrators who don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I mean, that, that's a problem. Yes. Uh, it, it seems like it's more about adults and politics now. Um, and that just worries me out as a coach. And now I'm going to, I'm going to put myself in a position where I can defend my coaches and have their back and, and help them along the way and, and guide them. And I'm really looking forward to that. So yeah, it, it's not unfortunate for me. Um, I, I'm happy to have spent 25 years doing it. And now I'm just looking forward to, you know, this new chapter and who right. knows, maybe one day, you know, we'll be somewhere 20 years from now and, and you'll be my head coach. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> well, and that kind of brings me to my second part of that question is, do you, do you think the, do you think the, the coaching door is closed for you? Do you see yourself coaching football again and ever in, in some capacity, or, or do you think you're, you're done as a coach and want to focus more on that, that administrative side of things? Uh, yeah, I'm done. Uh, once I say I'm done, I'm done. And people have said that to me, don't ever say never. Well, I know I'm done. Right. Uh, unless there's <laughs> a, a, a huge shift. And, and how people operate. And if you can eliminate politics and adult human beings um, who don't have kids in their best interest, then maybe I'll go back, but I don't see other happening. Right. That's, um, I mean, yeah. and that, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's 100%. I can 100% respect that. And, and that's, you know, I yeah. think that's, that's, you know, showing that you know what you want in, in, in your career and in, in your, in your work. So that's, you know, that's, I applaud that definitely. Yeah, and one thing, one thing I'm doing, um, and I, I've been talking with uh, pro football focus uh, and doing some things, breaking down film and, and those kinds of things for college mm-hmm. and NFL teams. So there's, way I'm, there's ways I'm going to stay involved in the game doing that, right? Um, which, which I'm going to enjoy. But I'm, I'm just going to enjoy being a full-time athletic director. And, uh, that's the path, and that's what I'm going to stick to and you know, watch my son run at the Citadel and then watch my daughter grow up and – I can yell at her a little bit and right. love <laughs> some fun with that. Yeah, good, good. I like that. Um, you know, one of the one of the other questions I have for you, and, and you've obviously you've coached at like we talked about, you coached at the the highest level and you coached division three, but you've also coached at two of kind of the the meccas of football in, in Florida and Texas uh, at the high school level. What explain explain those those two states, kind of how their football kind of football drunk so to speak and and explain kind of some of the eye-opening experiences you might have had when 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 getting involved in both florida and texas 
Yeah, it's the thing I left off uh, when you asked me about my bio. I started coaching in Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, and, and that's a great football state, too. So that's where I'm born and raised. That's where I learned the game. Uh, and then I was able to get that job in Florida and then, then come to Texas. So I, I have a great background. Pennsylvania is a very good football state as well. Um, you're talking about Florida and Texas. Uh, I love my time in, in Plant City. And the one regret I have was I left. Now, I, I left for Purdue. <laughs> right. You know, it's hard to say that's a regret. But we were about, we were about to go on. A, I think we, we could have won some state titles. Uh, we built that thing up. And, and what made that possible was the type of athlete we had. Right. Uh, we, I mean, we had, we had national recruits that my Jordan Presswood was my, my fullback. He, he was six, seven, 280 pounds. Oh my gosh. He went to Notre, he, he went to Notre Dame, played tackle for Notre Dame. Um, you know, so yeah, we, we had athletes all over my quarterback, Benny Coney went to Cincinnati. Dasmond Patterson, a running back was a, a starter at Ohio university. Uh, we, we had, and we had a bunch of other kids that were just phenomenal. I mean, my center went to, UCF is a long snapper. Right. Um, we, the, the talent pool down there is incredible. It's incredible. There's a, and, and teams we play, and we play against Plant High School. They were loaded. Philip Ely, um, Tony Dungy's son was on the team that we played against, and they're loaded. So the thing, the thing in Florida is that you have athletes everywhere. Um, come to Texas, you have athletes everywhere. The right. Difference is, the difference is in Texas, and it's not a knock on anyone else, or it's not a knock on Florida, anyone else. Um, it's so much bigger here. Um, the, I mean, it, it's, we have athletic periods for, for football and, and all the other sports. And the media here is incredible. The stadiums we play in um, are, are, are better than most college stadiums. Right. Um, that, that, that's the difference. The, the, the athletes are, are just as good here as they are in Florida. Some, some will dispute that, but I've seen it up close and personal. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. Um, but it's just the scale of it here um, and the structure in the organization, how, how it's done in Texas is it's incredible. And it, it, I mean, it's second to none. Um, but when you're talking just athlete, athlete, you know, they're, they're both, it, it's a dead heat, in my opinion. Um, that's just some of the differences I see. Uh, and I can actually, like I just said, I can actually speak that because I've seen, I've seen right. it. Um, and, and both were equally enjoyable. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing it in both states. And the interesting thing, everyone throws California in that mix too. A few years ago, I was offered a, a six-day job in Southern California. Uh, so I could have had the chance to go out and pull off the, the trifecta, I guess. Right, California, yeah. Florida, and, and, and Texas. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, the cost of living out there is astronomical. Yes. <laughs> so, I, so I took a pass on that one. <laughs> yes, that's but, probably a smart uh, decision. Yes, absolutely. But that's what I see. Hopefully I answered that for you. Yeah, um, definitely. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I can, I can see, you know, I talked to, I talked to uh, Coach Nick Caduti the other day and we talked a little bit about kind of that, that same question and, and he sort of had the same things. You know, it's just – it's a different animal in Texas. You know, it's, a, it's a, an entire yeah. living, breathing entity and it's a year-round program. Um, right. And, and that's it's, – it's king there. So, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that you've always – you know, you and I have talked about it quite a few times about – coaching in texas and it's it's one of those um i think everybody has that thought in the back of their mind you know football coaches they want to they want to a lot of guys want to coach college and a lot of guys want to try to coach in texas so it's it's one of those things right. that everyone always kind of thinks about 
Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember I, I wanted to come coach in Texas. I, I was in junior high, seventh grade. I was in the library and someone threw me a book and it was called Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this hey, this is this is long before Google and all that stuff. So I started reading this book. I'm like, where is this Odessa, Texas at? <laughs> I had to look it up on a map. And I said to my mom, one day I'm going to be a, a head coach in Texas. You know, so it started for me at, at a young age, and I've been able to check off a lot of boxes: college coach, um, you know, Texas coach, head coach, all that stuff. It's been, right. it's been a fun ride, man. I've been really lucky to be around great people that taught me the ropes of this business. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you know, kind of last question I've got for you, coach, and this is kind of a, this is a, a tricky one. This is one I ask everybody. So you're going to have to put your, your thinking cap on a little bit, but, um, you know, you, you've, you've been coaching for a long time. Um, I want you to create your offensive line Mount Rushmore and it can be guys you've coached guys you've, uh, played with, or just guys that you are a, a casual fan of, but, but who are the five guys that you're throwing on your offensive line Mount Rushmore wow that, that is a tough one um at center um at, well Mount Rushmore I'm gonna go with Mike Webster from the Steelers great perfect that would have um, been my choice too yeah absolutely I mean he was whew, he was good uh I would say um wow <laughs> Orlando Pace um I don't know if many people would put him on there. I think about 90% uh, of the guys I've talked to have mentioned Orlando Pace. So, Yep, Orlando Pace was an excellent offensive line. I know I'm going to leave some people out. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he was – wow, I remember him. Uh, another one, uh, uh, Tony Baselli. Uh, he was a beast. And yep. I just realized – I think he's recovering from COVID-19. He, yes, he was. He was sick. Uh, I think he's, he's on the mend, though. Yeah, and that that's good. Um, so yeah, I remember him, and then the other one too. I'm not sure if you got this one, but Anthony Munoz. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, he was a good one. Um, that that's four, right? Yes, that's <laughs> yes. I think that's um, four. <laughs> God, that's a that's a tough question. I mean, you have Jonathan Ogden out there. You know, he was a good one. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm probably missing a ton of guys. I'm going to get crucified for it. Nah, you'll be all right. You've had, you, <laughs> this is, this is kind of the, this is kind of goes along with the line and lines of the first question I've had, I've had a, a different response from every single coach I've talked to. So it's, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I like being put on the spot like that. I like yeah. It. But I, I know you can't go wrong with Mike Webster. I do know that. Right. Yeah. That's a good, that's one. That's, he's one of my favorite offensive linemen of all time. So. Um, all right, coach, well, we're going to get you out of here. Um, if you want to go ahead and drop your Twitter handle and any other information you want the listeners to know, uh, we'll get you on your way. Yeah. Um, like I said, my new role, I'm the athletic director at, at Manheim Township uh, High School in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing that. And my Twitter handle is Coach Strunk 30. That's it. Real simple. All right, Coach. Well, I appreciate you coming on and talking with me this morning. Uh, you know, best of luck to you, uh, hopefully upcoming in the season, and, and uh, hopefully you guys are staying healthy and safe. All right. Thanks, Tony. Always good catching up with you. Yes, Be sir. Be out there and stay safe, bud. All right. Thanks again for everyone listening, and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of Hog Football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support. And be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome conversations from the chat and the podcast.